Welcome everyone to the week 17 edition of the player prop happy hour presented by the 33rd team. I'm your host as always, Josh Larkey, joined with me as always by my co-hosts, Ryan Reynolds and Ahan Rungta. For those of you new to the show, welcome in. Each of us brings three player prop bets to the table and we discuss why we like the bet, what the bet is, of course, and which sports book has the best current odds. Without further ado, Ryan, why don't you get us started? Let's start us off with a Geno Smith to throw an interception at plus money, plus 114 on DraftKings. He's thrown a pick in three, seven of 13 games this year. On top of that, he's faced four premium pass rushes this season. Dallas, the 49ers, the Ravens, the Browns. He's thrown an interception in all of them. Steelers have a premium pass rush. Smith is on my list of pressure-sensitive quarterbacks. My big concern here is that Seattle's defense essentially wins this game against Mason Rudolph. In that case, Seattle could, you know, attempts could be down aggressiveness could be down but otherwise i like this bet at plus money yeah that's a good one we always like those geno smith plus odds interception bets ahan i'm gonna kick it over to you for my first bet um you know i'm coming off a one and two week so you know the, the week after that we went two and one so this week i'm probably going oh and three but i dare you to take to, to fade me on this one because people don't like unders um so i will give you an under for that reason i'll start it off with a guy that everybody seems to love when he does well and everybody seems to ignore when he doesn't is James Cook. I'm taking his under 65 and a half rushing yards. Yes, the Bills, Bills are almost full two-possession favorites, and it might be a huge running script, but this line is an overreaction. Uh, first off, he faces the New England Patriots, who are one of the best in the league at stopping the run and run-stop win rate, number two in the league since coming off their bye and rush EPA per play allowed. And James Cook is far from a bell cow. I mean, he's been that in a few of these games. But they recently caught up Leonard Fournette and immediately got five carries, not to mention Latavius Murray is in the mix as well. I like to cap my rushing props, my my, uh, my passing props, stuff like that, based on looking at what Vegas does with the attempts line, because those are the sharpest in the market. Like Vegas knows more about volume than we do. They don't know about efficiency, but they know about volume more than we do. Uh, and they are hiding the rush attempts line on James Cook, which makes me think they're going to get everybody involved in this game. But even if he doesn't, it's a tough matchup. James Cook, usually when he goes over, it's against terrible defenses because he's number 32 among running backs in yards created per touch. He's heavily reliant on that offensive line winning for him and creating uh, holes for him. Six of his eight overs have come against bottom 10 run-stop win rate defenses. This is not one of those soft matchups. James Cook under 65 and a half rushing yards, your best price. Bet MGM minus 110. I like that one, Ahan. Guys, that's Ahan Rungta on Twitter slash X. His projections article will be up on the 33rdteam.com later today. Ryan is at Ryan Reynolds NFL on Twitter. His expert picks and score predictions for every game came out yesterday on the 33rdteam.com. And tomorrow he'll let you know what he's betting on in each and every game. <clears throat> My first player prop bet of the day is going to be Nico Collins. We're going to take him over 59 and a half receiving yards. <clears throat> Well, I really got to clear my throat because of how excited I am about Nico Collins. The price is minus 115 on DraftKings and ESPN bet. In 11 games before his week 14 calf strain, which he is probably recovered from three weeks later now, he was 7-4 and four to this over. He was averaging 90 receiving yards per game in that span. And he was playing with Tank Dell. As we all know, unfortunately, Tank Dell broke his leg. He is no longer competing with Tank Dell. So all those stats right there might actually get a little bit better for these final couple games. 
And then we look at the Titans. They're a pass funnel defense. 20 receivers have reached 60 receiving yards against them this year in only 15 games. I like to think that the Stroud-Collins connection is an above-average connection with two above-average players in an above-average pass attack. Ryan, I'm kicking it straight to you. Why don't we pile on our interest in this Texans-Titans matchup? Yeah, I'm going to take C.J. Stroud over 257.5 passing yards at minus 115 on DraftKings. Like Josh said, the Titans are a pass-funnel defense. Stroud's beaten this in 8 of 13 games this year. One of those losses came in his NFL debut in Baltimore. The, another one came a couple weeks ago when he suffered a concussion. I've had this game circled for Week 17 for a long time now. If you can pass protect against Tennessee, you can light them up in the air. Houston needs to win, so they'll be highly motivated on top of it. We got December Dome game, so weather's not a factor at all here. I like C.J. Stroud over 257.5 passing yards. I like that. Ryan, we talked about it on our Fantasy and Betting show yesterday. All of our podcasts are in the 33rd Team Fantasy and Betting Podcast Network on Apple and Spotify. We talked about how not only do we, we like the Texans in general, but the Titans' pass rush, which you mentioned, is playing at a deficit. Two weeks ago, they just decided to cut their starting nose tackle to your tart for attitude concerns not due to play. And then last week, star defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons went on season-ending injured reserve. Two starters on that D-line won't play in this matchup. And if you want to know where I have Nico Collins ranked in fantasy, because he's around the fantasy wide receiver one range, my fantasy rankings, Kev Wheeler's fantasy rankings, Matthew Hill's fantasy rankings, they are all on the33rdteam.com. We average the ranks between the three of us each week. And in those rankings tables, you also get my schedule-adjusted fantasy points allowed metric for each player, each position, each matchup. And you get to see our individual ranks. So you can see the players that we agree and disagree on the most, the least. That can help you understand range of outcomes for these players. Ahan, let's go back to the interception props. I love the interception props, and I love when we get something that's not heavily juiced because this one should be heavily juiced, and it's on the Saturday game, the Lions-Cowboys game. If you followed along you know my, my systems this year, one of the systems is when the Detroit Lions play football, you find a, a way to fade their defense. Um, but I'm going on the other side this time. Uh, one of the ways to fade their defense is to just realize that there's a reason the Cowboys are heavy favorites in this game. Their offense good, Lions, offense, uh, Lions defense is bad. Uh, you look at how heavy uh, dogs the, the Lions are. They, you know, they theoretically have scenarios where they can get high seeds. But I think they get crushed in this game, and one of the reasons is because Jared Goff, when facing real defenses, not the elite quarterback that uh, he sometimes looks He's only over half an interception in one of his last five games, but in that span, he still has five turnover-worthy plays, and on the season, he struggled when facing good defenses. He's had at least one interception in five of the seven games where he's faced teams in the top 14 in PFF coverage rate, and two of the four games when he faces teams that rank top 13 in pressure rate. Dallas ranks number 12 in coverage grade and number four in pressure rate. Uh, the pass attempts line, again, we're going back to the attempts, like what does Vegas think? How often is this guy going to throw? Well, his pass attempts line is 35 and a half for good reason. They can't just run this football and have any chance of winning this game. He has an interception in five of the nine games where he throws at least 35 passes. This is a game I'm, I'm calling it right now. De'Ron Bland's been getting all the, you know, all the exposure lately. If you want to sprinkle it a little individual defensive prop, it's not going to make it official. But Stefan Gilmore is getting a pick in this game. Best price right now, minus 120. Fan to a Jared Goff over half an interception. Ahan, I like that one. 
Guys, one more time. Reminder, Ryan Reynolds, NFL on Twitter. Ahan Rungta on Twitter. For my second prop, I'm going to go with Chris Olave. Over 65 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings, minus 115 on ESPN Bet. He's been over in 8 of 14 games this year. That's 57%. He's had at least 114 receiving yards three of his past four. We've talked a few times already about how he's gotten better this year simply because positive regression. He had the targets. He had the air yards. He was playing with a new quarterback in Derek Carr, and it looks like they're starting to get on very much the same page. And we turn to the matchup because he usually hits this, but we ideally want a good matchup. Sure enough, we actually get the best matchup. The Buccaneers allow 194 receiving yards a game to wide receivers. That is the most in the NFL. I've also laddered Chris Olave to hit 75 and 100 receiving yards on bet 365. For those that have that sports book, those prices are plus 130 and plus 320. Do I think there's a better than one in four chance he reaches 100 receiving yards for the fourth time in the past five games? Yes. Ryan, let's stick with that game. And why don't you give us your third and final prop bet of the day? Very glad to hear that you're high on Chris Olave because, you know, if you're going to beat the Bucs, you've got to beat them through the air. So I'm taking Derek Carr over 33 and a half pass attempts, minus 115 on DraftKings. Have more confidence in that number than the yardage number, but I still would take the yardage number. Carr's beat this number seven times this year. He had 37 temp attempts against the Buccaneers when they played earlier this season. Like I said, you have to throw against Tampa to beat them. I mean, you know, but this attempts number has fewer paths to failure than the yardage number overall like Derek Carr over 33 and a half passing attempts this week. We like that as well. We like Ryan Reynolds, NFL on Twitter. One of the hardest working men in the industry. Make sure you're checking out all of his content on the 33rdteam.com. Make sure you follow the company fantasy embedding account at 33rdfb, 33rdfb. We've got some pretty juicy quote graphics involving Ryan Reynolds hitting that account later today. So... Stay tuned, Cowboys fans, for those. Ahan, your third and final player prop bet of the day. Now, this is one that I had locked in this morning, um, and I thought the line was completely disrespectful. Now there's some uh, you know, questions about who will be quarterback in this game, and I'm still taking it because the line is still too low. The line didn't move. Uh, it's still too low. Curtis Samuel over 37 and a half receiving yards. I love going after receivers that have a prominent role, that get a good matchup the week after they did almost nothing. Uh, Samuel had one reception on 16 yards for 16 yards last week against the Jets. And I would say that it's because the Jets are a good defense, but Joe Flacco shut me up last night. Um, Curtis Samuel, um, he still got six targets in that game. And he has a prominent role now with the Commanders. He's had a 70% route participation or higher in four straight games. He's back completely part of this offense. And he faces a 49ers, uh, a 49ers team whose primary weakness is in their secondary. And specifically, even when Charverius Ward plays well, they're, they still can't slot, stop slot receivers. Uh, that was a tongue twister. They still can't, <laughs> they still can't stop the slot. Uh, and so here are some players with a prominent role out of the slot versus San Francisco since they came up by Christian Kirk, six receptions, 104 yards. Chris Godwin, six receptions, 39 yards. Jackson Smith and Jigba, two receptions, 41 yards. And Isaiah Likely is the primary slot guy for the Ravens. He had three receptions, 56 yards. Samuel, if if uh, if Brissett is starting at quarterback, that's great because Samuel has a 16.5% target share on the season, but with Brissett, it goes up to 19.2%, and he's second on the team in targets from Brissett. 
But if Sam Howell is a quarterback, I actually think that's still fine in a different way because I think the offense is going to be better with Sam Howell. And regardless, it's going to just be a pass uh, a pass first uh, game script anyway. The 14-point underdogs against the 49ers. Doesn't matter who's a quarterback. He's probably getting six, seven, maybe eight targets again. Uh, and he doesn't even need the five catches, which is what the line is set at right now on receptions, four and a half. He doesn't need the five catches to get 38 yards against the San Francisco secondary. Your best price on over 37 and a half receiving yards is minus 114 over FanDuel. Guys, that's a Han Rungta. His projections will be <clears throat> in my fantasy rankings on the 33rdteam.com. They'll be in those rankings tables later this afternoon. Stay on the lookout for that. And the producers are letting me know that they, they were on standby in case Ahan did, in fact, need some extra oxygen for that one. He survived the tongue twister, folks. That was a close one. For my third and final prop bet of the day, we're going to go with the third interception prop on this show. Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that's a modern player prop happy hour record for interception props. Unprecedented to this point. Just absolutely unprecedented. I'm going to pick on Gardner Minshew. I think he throws an interception. It's plus 130 on DraftKings. It's as uh, different as plus 110 on some other books. So DraftKings is a little nice price at plus 130. Minshew's thrown a pick in seven of his past 10 games. The Raiders have forced an interception nine of their past 12 games. It's pretty straightforward. We're betting on the Raiders' pass rush and what's becoming a top 10 overall defense since Antonio Pierce took over as the Raiders' head coach. Gardner Minshew to throw a pick, plus 130 on DraftKings. Folks, Ahan Rungta, Ryan Reynolds, and myself just gave you three player prop bets each. That's nine player prop bets total in 14 minutes flat. We challenge you to find another show that's doing that. From myself, Josh Lurkey, from Ryan Reynolds, from Ahan Rungta, from the 33rd team. Thank you, everyone, 